Hello and welcome back to Season 4, Episode 5 of the 4141 Podcast. Today we get some Star Stanley Cup woes, we got some Cowboys news, and some Green Hill Sports news coming up next on the 4141 Podcast. But for now, roll the intro. Monday was a tough night for not only the Stars, but the Dallas community as the Stars lost in Game 6 of the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah, you know, we, we were not expected to be in the Stanley Cup anyway. So honestly, I'm, I'm grateful that I got to see a Dallas sports team make a run for a championship. And we fought hard. I mean, we played really well against the Avs, against the Golden Knights. Um, but unfortunately, you know, I just think Tampa was better than us. I think they were really solid on defense, great goalkeeping from them. Um, and I also think their offense was just electric with um, Point and Kucherov on that first line. So it was definitely exciting to see them in the Stanley Cup, and I think um, we have a strong core group of guys that can bring us back. Yeah, it's gonna be years. definitely going to be exciting to see what the Stars can do next year. And Ben, we didn't even get to talk about Game 5. How about that double overtime? I mean, it was definitely exciting and definitely gave me hope for the rest of the series, but I think they just left everything out there in Game 5 and just didn't have the energy to go Game 6 and Game 7. Um, I definitely enjoyed the prolonging of the series, but honestly, losing uh, losing in 5, losing in 6, same thing to me. Yeah, so. I'm with you on that. I mean, let's shift over to Cowboys talk. I know a few weeks ago when we were on the podcast, we talked about how worried we were about this Seattle Seahawks team. I mean, we, we were right to be worried. Um, Russell Wilson is special, man. He's definitely um, my number one MVP candidate for this year. I mean, five touchdowns. I mean, the Cowboys secondary isn't anything super special. Definitely still problems at safety or pass rush. I mean, it just looked like they were out here just trying to contain him. Like, there was no there was no pass rush or anything. I mean, Alton Smith, I, I think, leads the league in sacks now, which is really impressive for yeah. Alton Smith. But, I mean, we were just trying to contain Russell Wilson, and we did not do a very good job of that. Are, I mean, you, are you worried at all about this Cowboys team? Defensively, yes. I mean, we give up so many points and so many yards to just teams that I mean, we've played electric offenses in Atlanta and um, Seattle. And Seattle, but I don't know. I think some major problems need to be addressed on the defensive side of the ball. But offensively, I mean, what, what do you think of the offensive game? I think offensively looks smooth. I think there's some room for improvement from Dak. Um, I think a lot of people were upset with that last throw from Dak, but I wasn't. I mean, I thought that last throw was fine. I don't think there was anything else you could have done besides maybe throw that ball away. Um, so I think Dak's been fine, and I think that there's still room for him to grow a little bit. But um, I think that the Cowboys need to keep trusting him and keep going because I think things will um, come together over these next few weeks for Dak in the offense. Yeah, and I think Zeke really, really is going to be a key part in this offense. Yeah, I what, think. he had a few drops um, on Sunday that just didn't look like Zeke. I mean, for our Cowboys offense to be, you know, the highest potential, we're going to need Zeke to strike fear in the opposing defenses. And I think we just don't have that right now. I think teams are really dropping back and playing cover four and dropping all their DBs back, playing more DBs on the field to take away C.D. Lamb, take away Murray Cooper, take away Michael Gallup. But Michael Gallup couldn't take him away. He had a great game. Yeah, he's, he's something special. I think one thing that I can take away from these first three weeks in comparison to last year's first three weeks is I'm usually a bit of a more optimist. And last year we started off 3-0 and and things didn't end up working out for us. But this year we're going to start off 1-2. and So maybe it'll kind of be an opposite sort of the end will be a lot better. The conclusion will be a much better outcome than last year. That's kind of how I'm thinking about it. And I think there's only one way to go from here, and that's up. Yeah, and I think next week it's the Browns. It's a must win. If we, if we don't beat the Browns, I mean, I just think it's a scrap of the Cowboys year. And I know we had, we had 
Amari Cooper come on late and spark a, uh, a comeback in our season a couple years ago, but I don't know. We need to be beating teams like the Browns, who are talented teams, but they're just beatable. I mean, we just need to play some solid defense, not let Chubb and Kareem Hunt eat us up, um, and I think we should come out of there with a win. My projection of the score, I think we're going to win 31-24. to 24. I think it's going to be a shootout, and we're going to get the last. Yeah, I'm going to go with you on that score. I agree with you. I just think this game should be a win for the Cowboys, and it should also be a game that the Cowboys should use as kind of a kickstart to kind of get their momentum going. Completely agree. Um, so Greenhill Sports, obviously not much news, no announcements of any exhibition games or anything like that. So we're just really looking at the resuming of the third week of practice. I know football gets helmets, um, which is going to be different. Field hockey probably gets their sticks, I believe. Yeah, so it's not just going to be uh, a lot of conditioning and um, mental uh, mental reps. It's going to be actual um, more, look more like the games that we had back last year rather than uh, this new corona practices that right. we had. I know our Green Hill athletes are excited to get back to at least a little closer to normalcy. Um, I know baseball has been out there. Ben, you and I were both out there on Sunday, I believe. Yeah, it was it was it was good to get all the guys out there. Obviously, it's not the most competitive thing that we have, um, but it's good to be with the team and um, just get get those reps in um, before we start winter off season into the spring season. Yep, and then basketball has got its final two games tonight um, at five o'clock and five fifty p.m. And then I think there's a little tournament next weekend. Um, but these will be the, this will be the last two games of the so-called um, preseason before basketball team really starts to get in the swing of things, whether that's online Zoom sessions, because I still don't think we can get into our gym yet. Yeah. Um, I, know, I know that volleyball, who are in season, cannot go in the gym So yet. they're on the slab practicing, right? They're on the, they're on the tennis court. They're on the tennis they're court. The tennis court so. Yeah, it's definitely tough. It's definitely tough for, uh, for volleyball not being able to be in the gym, you know, hit over a net that they're used to playing on, not like a low tennis net. But. So it's definitely going to be different for these uh, Green Hill sport athletes uh, moving forward. Um, into the winter season and the end of the fall season. But next, got a very, very, very exciting yeah, topic. I'm something to I'm really passionate about, and I know you are too. Yes. Um, fantasy football. And I know a lot of our uh, friends here at Green Hill and maybe um, those adults listening have fantasy football teams. And they want to know, you know, some waiver pickups, some top players. Um, so who are your top players for week, week four? Well, for me, I mean... Are we talking waiver or who's the top guy? Top guys. The top guy, I mean, I was lucky enough to draft Russell Wilson in the fourth round. So Russ has been a great addition to my team this year. Um, I've loved having Zeke on my team and Austin Eckler. So I think my team has a really strong running core, a running back core. Um, The wide receivers were lacking a little bit. So I think for any other fantasy football listeners out there, if you're strong right now in the running back core, the wide receiver core, is this a good time between week three and four to maybe make a trade? So what I'm looking at is a lot of people want to sell low on guys like Joe Mixon and other, you know, first round running backs. Like, um, like obviously I said Joe Mixon and uh, we have Austin Eckler who hasn't been amazing, but has been, I mean, maybe you can buy low on him, but I think definitely having strong running backs is a key to winning the league. So you're going to want to, you're going to want to sell high on receivers like DeAndre Hopkins maybe and grab a running back one and a wide receiver two. But um, definitely try trading around here and not so much into the playoffs. Would you, um, would you say, so let's say someone who has a 3 0 record, I would say definitely no trades. Would you trade a 2 and 1 right now or only 1 and 2 and 0 and 3? I think, Owen, I think if you're 2 and 1, you take advantage of people who are 1 and 2 and 0 and 3, who are uh, desperately trying to change their team because obviously it's not working. Yeah. So I think you try to take advantage of those uh, players who maybe, maybe don't have the best record. Um, 
but also you got you got to look you got to take a self reflection and see if your team actually needs a trade or with your one loss you put up a lot of points and the other team just put up more. So I think it's a, a big self reflection week for a lot of players here. But I think moving to waiver wire pickups, I think one guy if he's not added in your league, whatever platform is Russell Gage. He's um, he's a wide receiver for the uh, Falcons. He did suffer a concussion last week, but he should be cleared to play in week four. And obviously with Julio, if he stays out, um, Russell Gage is top 10 in the league in targets. I mean, um, you should definitely look to add him in all uh, platforms. He's a very viable flex play, and I think he could be interesting. Davis, do you have anyone? Well, I mean, or? I have a start that I think everyone needs. A, this, I mean, Devontae Parker might kind of be on the verge for some people. I know he's been sort of inconsistent and not as productive as some people hope, but I think this week, you know, Miami's playing Seattle, and Seattle's defensive backs have been injured off the field. We saw that last week. Right, so Cowboys. I don't know what's going on with Jamal Adams and some of those other guys. So I think Devontae Parker should be a for sure start this week. And also his um, his other fellow wide receiver, Preston Williams, who may not be looked at, he probably might be on the waiver wire on your team or in your league. So you might want to give him a look, give Devontae Parker a look against that weak Seattle uh, secondary. But I think that's it for us today. Yeah, I mean, it's um, been a lot of fun. Ben, it's been great. Davis, if you guys need to tweet anything at us, email us, find us on Instagram. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. At 4141podcast on Twitter. Uh, this is Ben Embratis and Davis Guto. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you all next week.